and welcome to Terminal Upheaval, the Ramjack Projection. Greetings, everyone. This is Alex. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts. Uh, and over there with me, as always, Brad, our other co-host. We're not one of their co-hosts. You're not one of their co-hosts. You're one oh, of their not? hosts. You're I'm my co-host. You are, you are a co-host to me, but you're one of their hosts. Guys, I apologize. I'm running on very little sleep. I just popped another Coke Zero. I'm about to eat some sugar. And you're right. I'm getting my audiences confused. I'm getting my... I just... I want you to have the right rank. I'm I'm having a Coke Zero as well. I'm having an orange vanilla Coke Zero. I haven't seen one of those yet. Is it good? It's very good. And it was almost as if Brad was bringing it toward the camera as if to offer me some. Oh, here. Have a sip. Here. Have a little sip. (laughs) Because the way you had it was to scale. <laughs> like nice. You had it like right there. And I was like, oh, I could just reach in and grab that. Oh, wait, this isn't the future. <laughs> Amazing. Brad, what's up, man? How's life? It's pretty nice, pretty nice. Um, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, who knows what life's like? Because <laughs> I'm behind on editing podcasts. Because there's just too many, too many hours. And every time I try, something crazy happens. Like, hmm. The other night, I was trying to record music, and my neighbor was vacuuming for like an hour and a half directly above me. That's weird. An hour and a half? What the hell are they vacuuming? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. They spilled sand everywhere. Oh, no. All of our sand. Ah, it's everywhere. Trying to do one of those really elaborate, like, temporary sand pieces. They just, like, Mm. go over meditative, and suddenly they're just like, all right, I'm done with it. Destroy it. Oh, fuck, now I got a vacuum. That's the idea I'm throwing out. Surely that's what it is. Because who else vacuums for an hour and a freaking half? Don't know. Don't know. What are they covering up? Well, I, I'm glad that you were able to persevere and get episode 400 and 401 out before this 402. Indeed. Indeed. Brad's a true Braveheart, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, such a hero. I'm such a hero, guys. You don't even know what a hero I am. Brad's got that um, Coke Zero orange vanilla. I have a mega stuffed Oreo in my hand. Whoa. Um, questions, thoughts, feelings. Does anyone want to talk? I mean, I got a mega stuffed Oreo in my hand. How, how much stuff is a mega stuff? Too much. Is it like double stuff times two? Or is it... What are we looking at? What are we talking about? Well, that's, that's too much. Yeah, it that's is too much. literally... You can kind of see the seam in it. It looks like they would normally take like the top or like a, a bottom of an Oreo, put the cream on it, and then put the top on. But instead of doing that, they put another bottom with cream on it. So it's basically double the cream. And it is way too much cream. Yeah, yeah. It's awkward. You can't enjoy the cream because there's too much of it. There's yeah, not enough yeah, cookie. Yeah, a, why did you buy this? Well, Emily bought it at the store. She thought, I thought you and Joey might want to try these. And I mean, I wanted to try I wasn't curious about it. I wasn't going to do it on my own. But you know, you know, if they come home with the one in the groceries, that's fine. You know, it's like good to try. Okay. Too much right. stuff. Too much. You have to. Be- I feel like double stuff is is a luxury, an occasional luxury. Oh yeah. But I wouldn't want more than that. I, the, more more than a double stuff is too much stuff. The other weird thing is, and I don't know if this is because it's so much cream. They had to do something different to the formula just to make it hold. Um, when I opened it. A lot of the tops were separated from the other co- part of the cookie, so the double filling in the bottoms, which was weird. Oh. Could just be an anomaly. But huh. the cream tastes different than a double-stuffed cream. Oh. The double stuff had, like, or normally when I was younger and buy them, 
had a, um, a stiffer or a firmer texture and a different, a slightly different flavor. This is creamier. I don't know. It's not as good as Double Stuffed. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, to, to hold up, um, like, under those circumstances, I'm sure they have to uh, uh, change it purely for a functional use. I mean, it's impractical to have regular cream at that sort of, of, of amount. It just can't structurally hold up. You know, and as you can see from when you open the package, it, even this doesn't doesn't hold together. Can't. Can't. Too much. It's out of control. I don't want to draw a political correlation, but the term mega has gotten a little bit of of weird rebranding from the far right. But I think it's. I, I think you could say has that it, there is it. What are you talking about? I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Not mega. <laughs> Never mind. Mega has. I was again. I, mega would be the oh. E. Make Whoa. Europe great again. My apologies. Again, guys, I thought I was your co-hosts, not your host. I'm dropping and replacing letters in the middle of words. This is going to be a weird episode. Just roll with it. It's I cool. love my mega hat. My mega hat. <laughs> I'm a Donald Trump supporter. I have a mega hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean... I never thought me and Dr. Wiley would be on the, the same <laughs> side of the political spectrum. But huh. Just cosplaying as the Mega Man characters at a MAGA convention. What are you doing? Making America great again, guys. Makes no sense. Wow. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. You've been watching... We've been watching stuff, right, Brad? Yeah, watching stuff all the time. Um, I most recently saw the Captain Marvel. Whoa! Tell us everything. Um, Tell us everything. Hey, it's a fun ride. Fun ride. Nice, nice. It, you know, it's a Marvel movie. They're all, they're all good. They're fine. Yeah, no problems. No, I, not, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Perfectly serviceable. Fine movie. No hmm. complaints. Um, what I would like to talk about is the gentleman that was sitting next to me, because we got a real plunkster situation going. No on. way! Yes! Yeah! <laughs> this is. So uh, I log into my AMC app, you know, get my ticket. Um, It's assigned seating there now, so Hmm. I pick. I get a nice seat. Had to go to like a like a 9:30 showing in 3D because that was the only thing that was available. Hmm. By the way, if you're ever curious if you should see this movie in 3D, you really don't need to bother (laughs) because I have never seen a movie in which 3D added less. Interesting. I, at one point, I remembered that it was in 3D, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing glasses. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Because nothing in this movie at all warrants 3D. I mean, and I enjoy 3D. I'm perfectly yeah. fine with the novelty of it. Um, and with living that A-list life, you might as well. But unnecessary. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but it's a sign seating. So I go, I take my seat, have a nice, nice, uh, nice central seat in the theater. Um, and I notice there's the gentleman sitting to my right. He has brought three paperback novels to the theater. Interesting. Why? Uh, well, you know how you just want to read a book or three before <laughs> uh, the trailers start? I'm a fast reader, but I also don't like to, like, read... I like to be in suspense, so I read one chapter of one book super fast, and I get another book, a chapter of another book, and then another book, and I keep them all in my head, and it's fun for me that way. I mean, he's also, he's got them, like, placed, like, on his lap. No like, God. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Did you get the titles? Or were these, like... No, I, I okay. did, did not... It was, again, it was, 
It was a little darker in the theater, and I have no night vision, so I just noticed that there were books. Interesting. These are the and, three books he carries with him. Yeah. Also, uh, I mean, this dude was was real laughing at all of the most all of the most obvious jokes that are there for those kind of people to laugh at. I mean, some real real normie laughs. I love the fact that your cat's tail, like, literally just keeps coming from the same direction and just, like, hitting you in the face, like, every five seconds, as though it's on a on a loop. We got panther times here, ladies and gentlemen. My uh, cat Seriously. Leaf, who's, oh, she's going to go the opposite way now. Whoa, shaking things up. She's trying to get in my lap so that she can uh, drive a wedge between the podcast listeners and us. Oh, <laughs> I always knew it would be cats. So yeah, so this guy is laughing, laughing at all the things, um, and a real weird laugh too, just sort of a. <laughs> very bizarre, very bizarre, and it really, it, like, even at things like even this, like, I mean, it's a, it's a full house, and so there's a lot of a lot of people laughing because a lot of people like to laugh at things that are are jokes, but sure, don't necessarily require a laugh. Um, I've never understood that. There may be two different types of people in the world. People who laugh at any and everything that's remotely, like, I guess suggested is funny. Normie laughs is what we Brad uh, accurately called them. And then everyone who's just kind of like, all right, that was kind of amusing, but it doesn't require, like, no. a bellowing reaction I, from th- me. Things that don't even require a gentle smile. Just things that are happening on a screen in front of you. You don't necessarily need to laugh, but whatever, whatever. I'll never understand laughs. it, Brad. Never understand nope. it. I it's fine, fine. I have no quality fine, laughing. Yeah. I just find it strange that this this produces such a reaction inside of you. I mean, but a vanity I, laugh like that—that's for show. Sure. He's laughing like that on purpose. No one Is laughs he, like that. I naturally. don't know. He's a weird dude. He carries three books to a movie theater. I don't know if what were the I don't books? know if he's that in control. I mean, real, real plunkster situation. Were they his three friends? Mm. Like, what were they like? Cherished? Obviously, they were cherished books. Oh, Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> um, so, end of the movie. Credits are, are are rolling. He turns to me. No, no. And says, "Would you mind looking up and seeing if there's going to be a, a scene after the credits?" And I was like. Uh, I was like, oh, there is. Because there is. We, we all know yeah. there is. There are two, no, we, but... Yeah. Yeah. I've never I seen mean, the movie. I've only read stuff about it. I know that there's two. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's two. a modern Marvel movie. There's two. They're fine. If you see them, fine. If you don't, fine. Unnecessary. Pardon they're me, there, sir. Though. <laughs> I've, that's, is that a first? I've never heard of someone asking someone, look, do you mind like looking up on your phone whether there's like in credit scenes? Yeah. Why don't you look it up in your books, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I was like, I there is one because I'm just like we all know there is one. Didn't not looking. I'm not gonna pretend to look it up for you, um, because we all know. So I guess based on that interchange mm-hmm. alone, after the final uh, scene of the film, um, and the lights come up, he tries to shake my hand. What? Yeah. You opened the door. He at he opened the door and you you left it open. Yes, I mean, there is an I in guess, credit scene. Was the I in guess credit I scene? I guess I should have looked at him and said, "Shut up," and then uh, <laughs> I could have avoided that. But uh, shh, the movie is playing, you jerk. 
Shut up, Bookie McGee. The people on the screen make this movie for you. The least you can do is be quiet while there's great things are rolling. Wait. Yes, there are scenes at the end too, by the way. Shut up. You already know this. Anyone that's brought three books to a movie <laughs> theater knows this. <laughs> I shut down that handshake though. Hell no. He knows I'm wearing some kind of weird floppy hat. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I can't, didn't get a good look enough, but I was like, what is your hat? I can't tell. It's too dark in here. But there was a hat situation. What? Maybe, it was, maybe your... it was a Mega Man hat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a real mega supporter. Make entertainment great again. <laughs> mega. Can you, can you tell me if there are extra credit scenes? I guess he wanted to shake your hand because you were correct. And he's like, sir, I got to give you respect. Thank you so much for not steering me wrong. Yeah, I don't know. But no, no. But, like, what are you doing, weirdo? Ugh. Weren't they, like, no scenes? Like, they were scenes, but every... I don't think there's any scene at the end of these things that is, like, integral to any story plot. They're just for fun. Yeah. No, yeah. And I, they've they've really gotten to the point where I think that they're all just so unnecessary. Because <laughs> it's like, hey, we got another movie coming, guys. Also, here's a goofy thing. That's pretty much what we're doing now. Like, I feel like that's in the... The course of the last last handful of them, if not all of them, ever. Which is fine, but we all know what we're doing. I want to see an in-credit scene, like, really get its own due. I want a, the movie to be only, like, 60 minutes long, and people be a little disappointed and thinking, what? But then, during the credits, you just basically finish the movie out. Make it, you have to have the end. Those after-credit scenes were it to work. Yeah. I mean, hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think my favorite in credit scene-ish things where there are scenes happening in the credits was the one zombie movie. Was it Day of the Dead, the remake? But they were in the mall and they had to get out and they got on the boat and they left. But then the oh, in credit yeah, scenes, yeah. you see them on the boat with the camera and it like continues a little story. Spoiler alert, they don't make it alive. <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't see them die, but it definitely gives them a perilous situation. And that was fun. I was like, wow, this is like a, okay. Don't normally get this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It was a good time, good time. So was the end credit scene like a teenage Thor and Loki just hanging out, being angsty? Well, I guess they wouldn't be teenagers. They're hundreds of years old, but like younger versions. No, no, it's not that. No, it's <laughs> not that. I don't, because it happens is... in the 90s, right? Like, oh, it takes yeah. place in the past. Like, it's not yeah, present. Yeah. So it's like 20 years ago. That's true. That's true. Um, no. The, the, I mean, the end credits are basically like, hey, that next Avengers movie is about to happen. Oh, that's it? Well, that's a... I mean, that's still fun, I guess, but not also, like... Also, here's a goofy scene with a cat. Now, it's not a real cat, right? It's like a cat alien thing. From the comic books. I mean, I know that much. I mean, fi- find me the difference. There, I... Careful, there are panthers right here with us right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're right. Maybe there isn't a difference. It's truth. Truth. So, so fun ride, but be, ride. be be careful when someone asks you if there's any Watch credit out. scenes in a theater. If, if anyone asks you an obvious question in a movie theater, your best bet is just tell them to shut up. Shut up. Wait. Okay, I may have lost this in all of this. You didn't shake his hand, right? No, of course not. What did you do? You just I draw just back said, like, no, I just no. said, no, I don't do that. Nice. No, I don't shake yeah. hands. That's what I always do. Nice. Yeah. You got to. You got to shut them you down. Can't, you cannot leave any room for question. No, I don't do that. Um, speaking of leaving rooms for questions, or leaving room for questions, uh, Emily and I the other night watched, um, what is it, Kidnapped in Plain Sight? Abducted in Plain Abducted Sight. Abducted in Plain Sight. 
Again, yes. not all my word game today. And that was a roller coaster ride of insanity. Mm-hmm. Netflix documentary, This Poor Family. Didn't see it coming. <gasps> this Poor Family? <laughs> <laughs> this Poor, you mean the worst parents? These this poor, poor this parents. This poor woman, this poor woman who had the terrible misfortune of having the shittiest parents ever. They weren't shitty. They were really shitty. Super shitty. I don't understand how you get yourself into that situation without being like, what, super gullible or super naive or just like... I mean, guys, really, you you need to watch this documentary. Like, it is... Because the thing is, you think like, this is the craziest fucking situation with the dumbest parents ever. And then you get about 27 minutes in and you're like... What the fuck's going on now? Excuse me? There's a whole alien subplot to this? <laughs> when that um, kicked that in... That is not even the crazy part. No. That that was when you realized things were about to get crazy. That's, that's the first thing that is... Because up until that point, you could kind of be... Obviously, it's like horrible and tragic. Yeah. And these parents are the shittiest parents in the world. But when you add in that alien part... Yeah. Extraterrestrials, ladies and gentlemen, that's when it kicks to a whole new level. I, I think it was already... I, I think that didn't even phase me anymore. I was so, like, thrown off by everything else. Um, again, guys, I'll say, like, we're going to get into this a little bit. This is one I would say, like, go check it out and, and then come back if you have to, if you have any interest at all. Um, regardless, it's a crazy thing and you should watch it just because it's the most insane thing ever. Um, But, yeah, this... This family friend is clearly grooming this child to be molested forever. It's the most obvious thing in the world. And, like, we don't even get all the details until later in the documentary. But it's like, he's clearly grooming her. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, he's he's oh he's also, like, kind of messing around with a wife. Ah, oh, and she, he's using that for, like, to manipulate that, ah, oh, this bastard. He's a real, he's a real fucked up guy. And you're like, God, could this get any worse? <laughs> and then you find out, oh yeah, he's also fucking the dad. <laughs> he didn't fuck the dad. Nah, he, he, all that that's we, what the dad says. All we know is that two bros just went for a ride one afternoon. Just hanging out. Two guys. They're good friends, Brad. They go to church together. They're just mm-hmm. dudes. And the guy, the the... the Molest the future molester pedophile guy keeps telling dad, dude, you know, my wife is such a, she is just, she's the worst. I got, I got to get some relief, sexual relief, obviously. And I just don't know. Can I just, I just get a little bit of relief? Can I just get a little relief? What? Well, I'm just asking I, you guys. I, I, I guy. thought myself, well, I don't, I don't know about that, but I, I gave him a little relief. <laughs> what? We went what? parking at like what was it, a lake or like a mountain in the forest? And he was like, he looked at him and said, "Can I get some relief?" And he took his dick out. And Dad is like, Brad did a wonderful impression. And I just, I just reached over and I just, I gave him relief. <laughs> what are you saying? Why what? would you do that? What? I mean, and it makes a lot of sense later when we find out the full extent of everything. Like, this oh. dude, this dude snatches their kid, like, leaves the country, marries her in Mexico, they, they come back, he snatches her again later, they let him back into the house. They let him build a wall in her bedroom, to <laughs> because her and her sister shared a bedroom. 
He, they let this crazy fucking child molester build a wall to separate the sisters so he could snatch one. It, it's so weird. Now, he did that before he kidnapped her the first time. Yeah, yeah. As And that should have been, and he did it under the guise of, look, you know, I'm good at carpentry. We're best friends. Our families get along. I have three children, and they're kind of the same age as your kids. And everyone has like an analog, like, like their own best friend on our side, oh. our lover, or relief reliefer um but you know let me help you with this i'll just build a wall in your kids room that they're old enough to have their own rooms and then he's like he pulls his like hey guys um i'm i'm seeing a, a therapist um so like uh i my therapist says that i i because i'm my childhood and everything and uh um I, sh- I need to go like lay in bed with your young daughter every night i'm just gonna lay there listen to some hypnosis tapes with her and just like lay there you know it's just it's a therapy thing if you want to call my therapist feel free here's the number oh we don't need to bother with that <laughs> Do you not? Do you not need to bother with that? You don't need to because he already kidnapped your daughter and went to Mexico with her. This is after that. Oh. Which is the crazy part. Because they also, like, the feds want to bring up charges against him and build a case. They eventually do. Um, But the family gets tricked into not pressing charges because he blackmails them. Like, his wife comes to him, not not his Mexico wife, not the Chinese child, his real wife, says, look... We know that you've been. We know that mom has been fooling around with uh, my husband, and we also know that dad has been giving him handies in the forest for some relief. We're gonna tell everybody in the neighborhood. We're telling everyone unless you drop charges, and they couldn't live with the shame. So, well, I mean, Alex, like, listen. It was a different time. I know. If you have two choices, one is to be embarrassed publicly. R2 is to get uh, um, the person that molested your child, kidnapped her, ran away to Mexico and married her um, to get him uh, convicted of crimes. Which one are you going to go with? You don't want to be embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) So while we were watching this, every once in a while, Emily would look at me. So she looked at me and said, "Um, hypothetical. You and uh, you and Brad are out on a ride. <laughs> he takes you to a secluded part of town, and he asks for some relief. What do you do? I'm like, what do you mean? I'd be like, what do you? I, I would, I would, I would obviously not give Brad relief. I mean, he's a good friend and a co-host, but why? This is weird. I'd be like, dude, what the what fuck are you really doing? Need some relief, Alex. <laughs> I understand, friend, but n- I mean, no, not, I can't. I wouldn't. Um, but then later, Emily asked me, um, hypothetical. <laughs> Someone tries to blackmail you because you gave someone a hand job uh, after, you know, kidnapping our daughter or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you do? And I said, I would get a megaphone into the streets and just drive down and say, hey, guys, I gave some dude a hand job. I, sorry. Because no one's going to blackmail me on that. No one's going to blackmail me on that. It's like, tell uh, people. I don't give a fuck. If that's something you're interested in, I can use some relief, too. Oh, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> Look, it was a one-time mistake. I was very vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, oh, I was in the sea of crazy. Well, I mean, they're also like, uh, what were, they're religious. They're not Mormons. They're Mormons. They're they're not Mormons. I thought they were um, Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, maybe. Because they, I'm pretty sure they're not Mormons. Because they they talked about, I mean, what's the difference? They're all like off branches of Protestant craziness. They're all kooky cults. And everyone in the community 
like thought the guy was great. They were like, this is a very nice guy. He's got a good family. He's got a good look to him. He's a nice guy. Of course he's hanging out at your, at your house every day and like helping put your kids to bed and building it. Like, at the ne- look, he may be neglecting his own family. That's not my place to judge, but he's nice with kids. He, he was like when he snatched the daughter, he came to pick her up to take her horseback riding. Yeah. Alone. So on a school night. One of your like like four kids, like this guy sounds his children. He just picks up the one daughter and take goes to take her horseback riding. The weirdest part of the whole documentary was the fact that we don't get more about his family. Well, I understand yeah. they probably never want to hear about this again or bring it up, and I respect that and don't want to bring any trauma, but that was the only part that was missing from it. Like, what about his kids? What about his wife? Like, what happened to them? We don't know. We don't... After she gets him off the hook for blackmail, I think they get divorced at some point, but we don't get anything else into his family. No. It's, like, it is... Like, that fucking documentary is just bananas. And then, when he kidnaps the girl, like, he, like, sets up this fucking tape recorder... To convince her that she is being visited by aliens, that if she doesn't marry this guy and have children with him, um, then they will. Uh, they need to do that to save their alien race because she's part alien. And if she tells anyone about it, they'll kill her whole family. Like, and she like, f- I mean, because she's a child and being brainwashed, she of course she straight up believes it. She's like 12 or 13 at the time of this. So yeah, of course, you're like, you were drugged and you wake up in a weird place and you're like, what? And this radio starts talking to you. It's the 70s. Of course, you're going to think this is happening in real. Uh. A lot of weird stuff because at one point when they're in Mexico and they find them and imprison him, he bribes a guard with his wedding ring and she goes down to what sounds like a dungeon. And he says, look, um, don't tell anyone about the alien thing. I know, look, it was just, I, look, don't tell anyone about the alien thing, but definitely it's the, for the real. The aliens definitely. told me to tell you not to tell anyone about the yeah, alien just, thing. Uh, real, yeah, just be up in front. Look, the aliens, and if you don't, they're gonna, they're just going to kill everyone, including your sister. And if you don't, uh, look. So he, like, continues, and, like, years pass. She eventually... I, there's a few things I wanted to hit on, and I can't remember exactly what they are because they just escaped my mind. Mm-hmm. But it gets, I mean, it's because it's a yeah. roller coaster ride of crazy. I, oh, the one, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say so after the first kidnapping, he calls a mom up and says, Look, I did all of this. Um, kidnapped your daughter, married her in Mexico, tried to get you guys to get us get legally married in America because I'm really after you, mom. The stuff with dad was just dude. It was just kid stuff, which they also say in the documentary. He's like, "Come on, it's just kid stuff. I need some relief." Kids, you know, you know how kids masturbate, mutually masturbate. It's what it's just kid stuff. It's just two guys hanging out. Um, so he's like, um, "Yeah, I was coming. I was really after you, mom, the whole time." To which your mom, for a second, says, "What?" And he says, "Come on, let's go out to the woods and let's make out." And more. And they have like an eight month affair, right? Yeah. Like it almost like, breaks the family this up. This dude snatched your kid and married her in Mexico. What are you talking about? And it, oh, and the mom, the, these, they're such liars too, because the mom's like, well, we, she, we never knew that he, that, that he, that he molested her. We thought he just kidnapped her. What are you talking about? Yes, you did. You know that. You fucking know it. There are pictures he has of her that they show. Now, oh. I will say this. 
if you are easily triggered by like like child abuse, it is hard to watch. Yeah. Or it would be because they have tapes of him and her talking. Again, she's like twelve fucking years old, oh, and he's like, there's like child. pillow talk between them, and you're like, Ugh. like it is so so cringeworthy. Yeah, and some of the stuff is just like borderline like unwatchable. If you were in those situations, I'm sure. So be warned on that part. That being said, um, some of the phone call dialogue between the mom. And, like, the family and the dude. Two kidnapping Zans. Because the second time he kidnaps her, he takes her to, like, a boarding school in California, I think, or somewhere. Yeah. And he pretends to not know where she is. She she pretends to kind of run off by herself. And they're like, where is she? I don't know. And she'll call every once in a while. And her voice, you realize, oh, yeah, she was a tiny child. She was, like, 14. Mm-hmm. And she'll call, and they'll be like, oh, please come home. She's like, no, I can't come home now. I know you guys want me home, but I can't come home. But he routinely calls a family and says, I heard from her today. I don't know where she is. He's, uh, I mean, he is, a, he is a crazy monster. But the FBI is, like, recording these. But the crazy thing, like, the thing that really gets weird is almost immediately in these phone calls. And I don't know if they've been edited for time. I don't know if they've been edited, uh, like, just so that we get this one point. But it seems like they pick up the phone. I heard from her. This is crazy. I know it's crazy. Do you still want to marry her? There's never been anyone else for me but that little yeah. tiny girl. And you're, but every, like, there's a string of conversations where, like, two sentences in, well, I want to marry her. Do you still want to marry her? Like, what the fuck are you talking? She's a child. He kidnapped her twice. Uh, well, I think, I, I will say, in their defense, which is the only defense they will ever get from me, is I think they're just going with the idea if, if, like, they can just, because, res- like, clearly that's what he wants. If they can just, like, resolve that and let that happen then at least they'll know where she is and then they can get the police involved and, you know, yeah. rescue her. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it I is. Mean, I assume, still, it comes yeah, very it weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird that it keeps coming up. Um, at one point, she calls back, and then, I'm sorry, Fred, but she sure. calls back and then that's the second thing they ask her, which is the only other thing that gives me pause of like, I know they're trying to keep him on the line and maybe she on the line too. Like, obviously they think that they're in cahoots and that she's not actually kid that she's kidnapped and not like just off on her own. Yeah. But it is literally like, there's just all these people like crying, like, please come home, please come home. And then she's like, no, whatever. And she's like, well, if you talk to, what was his name? His nickname was something D or something. B, I think. Have you talked to B? Yeah. Do you still want to marry him? Don't ask a 14 year old child that it gets weird. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. It's very awful. Go ahead. Uh, I want to talk about the real, what might be the other creepiest thing in this documentary. And that's this creepo's brother. Yes. Because this dude, I mean, this dude is way too casual about everything. He's like, yeah, I knew my brother. He's a, he's a, I always knew he was, was a child molester. I knew it. I mean, you know, he's just a child molester. I could always, he always, I mean, he's I no big deal. I always knew it. Um, Yeah, I saw him. I went to Mexico and saw him. And I was like, she's a real young girl. And I was like, well, I guess they're happy. And like, what are you saying? <laughs> At one point, he's the go-between, like, between the parents um, and them in Mexico. He's like... Yeah, so I called. I was just trying to get this thing worked out. Was, like, what? <laughs> I feel this like, like, thing worked out. This, like, I want a documentary about this dude. Because this guy definitely, like, has, like, like souvenirs of, like, dead Vietnamese. Like, he is, like, this man is so fucked up. He's done something terrible. Like, I am sure of it. I'm sure he went to Vietnam and did something awful. 
Like, I mean, many people did, but he, like, is still, like, dreaming about it. Like, he's killing people currently. There's no question. He's way too casual about child molesting. How do you tell a camera crew that? And not all of the, and, 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 and look in their eyes of horror, because you know every one of them was in there, even professionally, it was just like the same eyes Brad just did, wide-eyed, like, holy shit, dude, are you listening to yourself? It's the casualness of it all. Yeah. Like, the dude, like, the brother, like, it, like, what is your, what, what is your family dynamic? Wh- how are you, like, on re- regular speaking terms with your brother? He's a child molester, and you're like, that's hey, my brother. He just, you know, he likes to, he likes to have sex with kids. You know, that's his thing. Uh, you know, I, I, I kill Vietnamese, and uh, you know, he rapes children. It's cool. It's his thing. We all got a thing. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of Vietnamese in America, but I find them every once in a while. And when I do, you know, I, I chop off their heads and you know, drink out of the skulls, and you know, uh, by the way, would you like a bowl of cereal? I got a, <laughs> got a skull bowl. The brother gives off super weird vibes. He's... I Honestly, there are times that I'm like, I don't know which one of these dudes is more unsettling. Should should Hulu do their own version of this documentary? I really like the idea of Hulu and Netflix just dueling documentaries. Because yes. I want to see yeah. who else they could... I want to see... I want to hear more about the dude's family. Yeah. Not, not his, like... Childhood family, like his sister and that creepo brother. Well, I do want to know more about yeah, creepo I, brother I, because Brad's bringing up some interesting questions. I mean, I don't know if he picked up on something in the background that I didn't, but maybe we should definitely look into his background too. One hundred percent. If you have a creepy bro, like if you have a, a gross monster of a brother like that guy, and you say things like, "I always knew he was a pedophile," yeah, since a young age, and then other things like, "Well, they were young," like Brad said, but I mean, they look happy. <laughs> then he, you need to investigate him. You're like, just yeah. immediately, just like, look, maybe we should just investigate you. I know it's weird. I know guilty and proven innocent. There's no crimes against you at all right now that we know of. But yeah. maybe we should just look into what's going on. I mean, Alex, it, like, you're going to be going to Tennessee uh, next week. If you come Truth. back and you're like, uh, yeah, I was hanging out with Katie. Uh, she was just, uh, you know, murdering some people. That's her thing. That's what she's into. Um, I'm, I'm going to call you out immediately, friend. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I was looking, um, I randomly came across a subreddit to where this title was something along the lines of, um, when you were, have you ever done something creepy and didn't really realize it was creepy until well after the fact and felt weird about it? And there were just tons of stories people were talking about. Yeah, when I was young, I did something that turned out to be incredibly creepy. And like a day later, years later, I thought, like a light bulb went off my head. Holy shit. That was really creepy. That was weird. I, I, I've learned from that and moved on. I hope you've moved on and learned from it. I don't think this guy has that. Unless, during, again, during the interview, he's like, Well, I always knew he was a pedophile. Fuck. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> what have I enabled? Fuck. <sighs> Damn. I mean, what are the family reunions like with that crew? You don't have family reunions. I feel like they definitely have. I listen. I mean, granted, I, I was about to say I feel like only the worst people have family reunions. I'm purely basing that on the fact that my family has family reunions. I think that you can say that family reunions, on their own right, are just bad in general. I mean, like, how many? Like, how? Why do you need to like converse with all of these like tangentially related people? They're not part of your life. You you see them once a year at this weird thing, and nobody knows who anybody is. 
I can't think of any reunion like that that would be fun and beneficial. Like, when would no. a, a high school reunion? Pass. College reunion, maybe? Because those people were, like, adults when you guys were forming your, like, early career. I mean, what is Ramjack but a reunion between Brad and I and the listeners? <laughs> but, I mean... But it's not, I mean, it's a show. It's totally different, but... Yeah, it's completely different than a reunion, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if we brought if we uh, brought in old friends every week, uh, that, maybe that would be, like, a reunion. Maybe we should start a segment where... Because there was something I sent to Brad that oh, someone, yes. one of our high school... Um, a fellow classman had uh, posted on Facebook, yeah. to which I thought, this is loaded. So we could probably start a segment about uh, high school reunion. Or, that's That's very true. I could, I could look it up. It's on my phone because I sent it to you directly. Oh, yeah. There are a few I'm, things I've been messaging Brad of like, maybe we should talk about this on the show. Yeah, it's, it's all good stuff. Oh, boy. Um, Was there... Can, um, can I just say, speaking of this person that you messaged me about, um, oh. he he ha- does have his career listed as independent professional wrestler. No way. Um, not cop, a- which is his job. And boy, every day he looks more like a fucking cop. I mean... Gotta look the part, Brad. You're not successful unless you look like the role you want to play. I Dress for the job that you want, not the one that you have. Or God. the one that you do have. Yeesh. How does everyone feel about liars? What does everyone think a lie is? See, now that leads to a deep question. What do you think about liars? Also, what is a lie? I mean... There's so many ways this could go or could have, like, or originated. Is he, like... What do you guys think about liars? Could I be a liar? What exactly is a lie per se? If I'm going to try my new life as a liar. Obviously someone wronged him because I don't think this guy would ever do something weird and meta like that. But yeah. Brad, what what do you think about liars? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean liars? liars? Just like in people general? Like people that lie a lot? What percentage of like things? Are we about like Donald Trump? The motherfucker lies all the time. Like he pathological. Like... Can you blame pathological liars? Because it's pathological? Yeah. yeah. Of course you can. Yes. Absolutely. I think the stance on lying is don't do it. Yeah. Um, Definitely don't get caught, but also don't be a pathological liar. Yeah. Also, like, why are you doing it? Like... Why? Yeah, that's that's another question. Like, lying in general, like, I I don't know. You gotta give me more details. It's not enough information. When someone lies, they're trying to cover up something they don't want someone else to know about. Or make themselves look better in some way. And you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? It's wrong. What does everyone think a lie is? I think we all know what a lie is, dummy. That's yeah, not the truth, dude. Yeah. There's Saying no, like, that gray is not area. True. Like, what, there's, what, are you, what are you talking about? What about a white lie? What about a white lie versus a normal lie? Yeah. Yeah, you look great in that dress. Those shoes are perfect on you. Look, yeah. I just need some relief. <laughs> I'm not trying to do anything else. Definitely not going to blackmail you this later. I just gave him some relief. That was, the, I, I, hands down, the second worst thing that's ever happened to me. The first is when I served my wife divorce papers. And my child's been kidnapped twice by a pedophile. <laughs> I, just, I love that this dude was like, also, he was, was going to leave his wife once she was having the affair. Dude, you've already given this dude relief and a car in the woods. Like... Oh, but but you wouldn't talk to your priest after after she started having the affair because that was a step too far. Um, hey, hey, dude, this, uh, what about when you were giving him relief in the car? Also, <laughs> what about when you let him lay in the bed with your child after he kidnapped her? No joke, guys. How about after everything? After everything, <laughs> you're gonna divorce your wife at this point? 
Oh, this is the step too far? This? How? What? What was not a step too far? What was one step from a step too far? Where does it begin and end? And also, um, can we please investigate that brother? <laughs> I Just to make this point, he legitimately said during the documentary that was like giving the dude a handjob in the park. That was one of the worst times ever in my life. And then the worst time was when he handed his wife divorce papers during a documentary about his kids being good. Just want to make that clear and on the record. Those were the two worst times in his life. Not when his kid was kidnapped or any of the other myriad of things that happened. Question. What do people think about um, giving relief and kids stuff? What is kitten stuff? <laughs> These are questions I would like answered by that man in particular. Because I'm like, so dude, why would so you many questions. I mean, if he was into it, that's something else. But also the whole pedophile thing is weird. Like, and the whole thing about your wife. Look, it's an interesting documentary. Definitely tap into that and see what's up. Brad, I've been watching another show. Oh. In, in addition to that, I've been watching Star Trek Discovery. Nice. Which I think I mentioned a little bit on the show. Freaking love it. Nice. First season, awesome. I know a lot of people, and I think you talked about them in the last show, about how it, got, it was very military-ish, which kind of fits right into the lame CBS lineup that, as it is. But season two feels like genuine Star Trek in most cases. Yeah. Um, also, can I point out that oh. either, like, I think it was either the first or second episode of the second season, um, we find out how about, about how Spock's moms... Um, she told little Spock, hey, you should draw your fears um, <laughs> yeah. because that, that, that'll help you stop having nightmares. Hey, everybody, where's those drawings of fears? Listen, we've been telling you for years. Um, maybe you'll, maybe if you won't listen to us, maybe you'll listen to Spock's moms. Yeah. Because she says, draw your fears. Is her name Amanda? Yes. There you go. Listen to Amanda. Yeah. The human that wooed a Vulcan, Sarek, of the Vulcan High Council... She knows what's up. Draw your fears. Send us those drawings. Otherwise, who knows? You might, like, uh, like go crazy and, like, uh, who knows what? All kinds of crazy things will happen to you. If you don't leave a paper trail, how are we supposed to solve the mystery that will inevitably come? Because your fears are, are real and they are trying to destroy you and kill you. Mm-hmm. And in Star Trek, Spock does that and he leaves a paper trail so we know what's up. Oh, this is that thing. If you don't leave a paper trail, you are dooming yourself to a Babadook situation, mm. to, uh, I mean, pick your horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. This is why people need to draw their fears and send, send it to us. us. Your fe- we'll be your Michael Burnham's. Yes. Yes. Brad, I don't know why these people aren't sending their fears in. It's, it's, like, it's crazy. It's, it's right here in Star Trek. It's, it's reckless is what it is. Um, listeners, you're reckless. I'm sorry. Someone has to say it. You're reckless. Brad, Spock has an older brother, right? <laughs> Yeah, I really, I keep thinking about that. Can we please, like, can we please see Cybok? Cybok was kidnapped. <laughs> like, I want to see, like, the... And I don't even know he's older. I, um, I thought I mean, he was older. He might have been younger. Like, I mean, I'm not sure. But I think that's from, like... I, I want to say that's, like, a, maybe another marriage. Like, maybe... I don't know. I don't know when he comes into the picture. So Cybok may not be in the house with him. Yeah. Sarek uh, goes to one family at night and one family during the day. Sarek is all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's doing his thing. Um, but I, I hope at some point in Discovery we get to see, like, like crazy hippie Cybok. What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, I'm later going to be in the weirdest Star Trek movie. 
Have you ever thought it was weird that no one's been to the center of our galaxy? Just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. No. No. Never thought that was weird. You know what is weird? Hmm? What would a god need with a starship? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Disco, it's good times. It's good times. It, it is really awesome. I... I just, I really like it. Like, I know that some people hate on it, especially that first season, but it is, it is a, it's funny, it's fun, and it feels like a modern Star Trek. Get on it. It's a really good show. Um, I, I wish we had more Tignataro, but I'm glad she's there. Yeah. It was neat to see her in that episode, like, yeah. surviving on that asteroid, keeping her crew, like, almost like a Frankenstein sitch of, let's keep them alive, which yeah. was fun. Yeah. And she comes back. She's, she's in, um, she's in a couple of episodes, so... I did get a little confused because at one point they go into an alternate universe dimension thing and it kind of looked like um, what what was the planet in Avatar? It looked like an Avatar Sitch. I looked like I was on Pandora mm-hmm. and thinking, huh. But only for the briefest of moments. That's the only I would well, say. Well, you're only saying that because you haven't been to, to Pandora, the world of Avatar um, I as haven't. I have. I mean... I, I, there's no way I could confuse it for anything else because I've been there. I've been amongst the Navi. <laughs> you have. You've been. Are they scary? They're really big. They're very big. Very big. Um. Yeah. Um. Are you excited for the Star Wars world opening up? I mean, it's it. It'll be it'll be interesting. It's. I think it opens in August here, but then it's still. It's like there's only part of it that's opening and you have to have reservations just to even go into the area to begin with. Cause it's going to be so crowded. Wow. So I think it'll probably be a while before I, I fully uh, spend some time there, but it'll give but, you time to go hang out with the Navi more. Cause no one will go to that ride when star Wars opens up. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, but yeah, I'm, if it opens in August, then I mean, at least it, if that half maybe maybe by my birthday I should be able to get in pretty clearly and and check out what's there so that'll be something Brad you're also watching Riverdale I know that much I've kind of slept I've kind of slept I haven't watched any of the recent Riverdale since it's been back and I I apologize for that because I do enjoy that show I just haven't watched Star Trek right now gotta get back on it it's it's real kooky have you heard that they're making another spinoff mm-hmm yeah, what do you know about this? Because I hadn't heard about the character until it's some random like character that I don't know, but it's it's one of like the deep catalog like weird fifties comic characters that that Archie Comics put out. But I know it's like she's in New York, but then like Josie is gonna go and be on that show. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which I'm like, why not just make like a Josie show? Like, why you gotta spin off make a spin off with a new character and then put Josie on it when she could just have her own show? That is a good question. I mean, Josie and the Pussycats could be its own show. It Traveling could, on we, the road. got those Pussycats back, but... Oh, yeah, did they all leave? Well... I forgot like, about that. Yeah. The one went on to do that uh, Netflix... She's in a bunch of... She's on Altered Carbon and... She got signed to Netflix in the Archie universe? She became an actress? No, the actress went on to do... Okay, just yeah. making 100% sure. They, yeah, the Pussycats have just disappeared. We don't know what happened to, to them. Um, but Val's on the that Alder Carbon. Alder Carbon was a fun ride. I mentioned that before. And I don't I don't know where the other one is. I think she's just uh, like been taken away into the darkness. Anything could have happened. She could have been with those like, on Fizzle Rocks or whatever the heck it was with Fizzle, those nuns. Fizzle Rocks, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> these these this gang is these ghoulies and gargoyles and. 
They've resolved all the stuff, and right? Poisons? No, it's back hardcore. No way! I gotta oh, get back into it. It's so kooky. Archie's like. Archie has been killed by a bear. He's been had his nose broken in a boxing match. No he way. Became an alcoholic and then got over it via shower. Um, Sweat it out in like a day. Sweat it he out. He got stabbed by a little murder moppet. He fought a bear and somehow survived. No, he died. Murder. He didn't survive, Alex. Oh, he, he died. He got killed by the bear. They brought him back to life, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he pretty much, he brought himself back to life by killing himself in like his mind. So, <laughs> is Archie like a god or something? Like, what the I fuck mean, is Archie? There's a lot of questions. Archie, Archie's, uh, Archie's trash. How like, the hell did he? I, I guess everyone gets a, a lucky shot every once in a while. But how's he breaking his nose in a boxing ring? He fought on the floor of a swimming pool for his life for yeah. weeks. Yeah, you don't just forget that. Yeah, well, well, but was that the, that wasn't a trained fighter though. That was just that oh, was oh riffraff. This is this is a trained boxer that Archie is getting into a fight with. It, it just looked reason. like from the camera angles and the smoke that they were really good fighters. But no, if if there had just been like a camera on them, it was just all just like distant yeah, slaps absolutely. and like absolutely little jabs, maybe a kick. People not knowing what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why the boxer could take him. Yeah. Also, this cult is in high gear currently. Um, doing all kinds of crazy things. Betty's burning down her house. Like, shit's happening. That's the second house that's been burned down on Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's a crazy time. Veronica's is an idiot. Um. <laughs> that doesn't su- doesn't really surprise me. What's Veronica doing? Her and Archie are not together anymore, right? No, she's with Reggie now. Um, Reggie? Oh, yeah. That's kind of cute. I feel because well, they're, okay. they're running their, uh, their speakeasy. Yeah. Um, a modern speakeasy. Yeah. But then, like, uh, um, um, her dad is like, well, hey, you owe me $75,000 for all the drugs you destroyed. And uh, um, Jughead's mom is like, hey, you owe me money for all those drugs, too. So now she owes people money, which is apparently, like, $150,000, which, I mean, it's a lot of money, but also not a lot of money if you're no. running a business. Like, I don't know why. But they were like, so we're going to come in and use your business now. And then she was like, oh, damn it, they really got me. And then she decided, no, you're not allowed to use my business. I, I don't think that's an option. Like, nothing's changed. You can't just say that. I mean, why didn't she go to them with, like, an installment plan? That's like, what she just... was... Yeah, I, I don't... Nothing makes sense. Also, like, I thought she was mad that her father was a gangster with, that murders people. Like... I mean, her dad is like, the worst. Yeah, he's, like, a criminal. Like, stop, like... Stop enabling him. You're a monster. Brad, just like um, abducted in plain sight, sometimes people see monsters and they're like, eh. <laughs> Maybe they've I mean, changed. Uh, you know, uh, my dad, he, uh, yeah, he runs a for-profit prison, sells drugs, yeah, he tried to have my boyfriend murdered. Uh, no big deal. You know, I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. Yeah, he's like three feet tall. It's no big deal. Well, big whoop. Yeah. Uh, what? I think he wants to have sex with my boyfriend, too. No big deal. I don't see why. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Just kid stuff in the woods. Kid stuff, you know. I I got to get back on this show. You got to. It's so kooky. <laughs> I have other questions, but I'm like, I don't want to spoil any. You know what? I'll just go in and just knowing what I know yeah. and feel what, yeah. see what's up. The, um, oh, uh, the, the serpents have become deputized, which is not a thing that can happen. You can't have teenagers, like, become sheriff's deputies. Wow. Like, no. that's They're a gang. You can't have a gang be the deputies. No. Also, why don't you just have deputies? 
What are you talking yeah. about? This doesn't make sense. It's amazing. I love this fucking show so much. <laughs> what do you think they're gonna do now that Luke Perry is? Um, <sighs> I mean, we mentioned the Rainbow this, Bridge. This, we mentioned this on the last up a bit. Okay. Um, yeah. It's been a while. I mean, it, uh, last week was seemed like an eternity ago. I still hope they recast it. I just think like I don't understand how you do the show otherwise. Because I really don't want them to bring back, um, um, what's her name? Yeah. His mom. Molly Ringwald. Well, yeah. She's not good on the show. Hey, Brad. Hmm? Um, I was listening to a podcast today. Um, there, there was a live recording, um, in South by Southwest from a tech podcast listening to It's on the Verge. Um, and they were talking at the very beginning about the cultures of bicyclists in the city and this new competing subculture of scooter people in the city and how there's some animosity because these bike lanes that bikers have been using are now like littered with these motorized scooters and it's getting out of hand they were on team scooter Uh, excuse me uh, yeah, this is how I knew that we should bring it to the show because one, they were team scooter and they were like, what we should do is try to come up with something that scooter people can yell at bicyclists as they're riding down the street as something to kind of like let them know. I They didn't swear it like this, but it was basically to, to, to keep them riled up and keep them in their place. What do you call uh, someone on a bicycle if you're on a scooter? The superior traveling option. They came up with a very stupid term of two wheels and someone said don't scooters have two wheels? And they said, I know it's dumb, but we'll come up with something better. Brad, thoughts and feels on all this, because I, I would kind of like us to also come up with alternate names for both a cyclist to call scooter people, because I think we're all team bicycle in the podcast, of right? Of course we are. <laughs> one of them is a valid means of transportation through a city. The other one is for fucking monsters that shouldn't be allowed on the streets. The amount of people who've been hospitalized due to the new scooter trend is a like it's marketable like it's not mark it's something that has been it's marketable it's marketable you capitalist alex ah i heard you trying to make money off all these people that have been injured by scooters Mm. goddamn monster i'm a scooter chaser um that's what they should call well guys no um you didn't know this before but the company alex now works for is called um (laughs) making money off scooters uh dot com (laughs) hashtag scooter bitch hashtag not the way you think um, so we're team bike. Yeah, there's no other team. In my mind, I was I was playing with well, what could someone on a scooter call someone on a bike that would even be remotely like a, a human. Human. Hey, human, stay in your lane. Shut up, Morlock. <laughs> what? I, I I was thinking, but I also thought two wheel is the stupidest thing you could come up with. Like that's just dumb. At, at top of my head, I thought who, if you were on a scooter, who are these lunatics on this podcast that are defending the scooters? Why? For what reason? Bikes are, are are cleaner. They require, other than the manufacturing, no like energy, other than maintenance. What does scooters have to be recharged? I don't know. Maybe you have to exercise more. You have to also pay to use a scooter. Now, there are charge stations where you can pay to use bikes, and some of those are solar charged, but still, bicycles are pretty great. I don't... Yeah, I can't understand this at all. I think the people you doing have more control are monsters. You have more control and a more sense of balance on a bike rather than a scooter, because these aren't sit-down scooters. Like, these are... I stand on this scooter, and it zips me around. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we were talking about scooters, like scooter bitches. No. 
Well, why didn't you say that, friend? I thought you knew. The new trend with scooters, you don't, like, the whole, like, um, they're not called Leaf. Maybe they are. Like, the scooters that are basically like the Razor scooter with a motor on it. Oh, okay. Well, that is different. You need to clarify that, friend. I'm sorry. I thought you knew. A scooter bitches are one thing. That, that we can all say. Okay. All right. Is emphatically. All right, all right. I mean, still, like, it still doesn't make sense. Okay, but at least I understand we're having an argument against different tribes of humans now. Yeah, so tribes of humans, not tr- humans and monsters, which is <laughs> what now I guess you yeah. were looking at it before, friend. Yeah. No, monsters are still in the uh, the alley on their little scooters. Okay, Or like right. driving All 10 right. miles per hour in the middle of a road. No, I'm talking about a two-wheeled scooter that you stand on and pay money to ride electric around the city in bike lanes with bikes. What? I, what's... What? First They're tribing up. They're tribing up. It's the same thing. It's like Southside Serpents how, versus... How? I, are scooters Ghoulies. that big of a thing? Dude, yeah. Like, in Cincinnati, downtown, they're getting huge. Uh, a, a couple of companies went to the big cities it, around the United States, obviously, um, in California. Uh, I don't know if there's any in Chicago right now, but New York. Uh, definitely in the south, where, like, I guess there's more... It's warmer there for more times of the year. I'm pretty shocked they don't have them in Orlando. But Orlando's a different city. I mean, but if it's, might, like, a dense... Not that I am... Yeah, so they this company just dropped all these scooters down there, and they're solar charged. You have an app where you can find them, and you get charged if you charge them up. Like, not charged. You get paid if you charge them up. Like, hey, over my lunch break, I'm going to take it in, charge it. Thanks. If it's fully depleted, you get like 20 bucks a charge, and you um, put it out back on the road, and someone comes and gets it. And you use your scooter, and you just leave it there, and someone finds it again on the app. It's like a whole subculture, man. So, I... What is, pe- the, what is the what is the war between them? I don't understand why is Dude, there. I mean, it's the same war that it always has. It's just like people on bikes are a little upset because now they have to share their bike lane. Not only have to share the road with vehicles, which are the worst. Like most people who ride bikes always get hit by a car. Like right. it's inevitable. But now they got these annoying scooters that are like, bzzz, and these people are. It's a trend. Like it's hip to ride these scooters, and they don't know the etiquette of the road. They don't. These are newbies on scooters, just like excited. They're wrecking all the time. They're just in their lanes, and it's annoying. Huh. Well, I. If you can't drive them, don't drive them. I. I is that? Is there nothing that you can give the bicyclist to to shout at these scooter? people as they're driving past them or like see them on the road it is uh, i mean i feel like it's just such a gradation like between that and a bicycle i'm like i don't like i don't even understand why there's a conflict other than maybe they're not good drivers like in that case be a better driver like i don't anyone can ride a scooter some people can't ride bicycles without i would say practice that's the only benefit I see of the scooter. I would prefer to ride a bike, personally. More it's control. Easy to ride a scooter? Fat. Yeah. You just gotta step on it. Now, it's hard to stay on them, but you just, as long as you can, like, it propels itself. Uh, isn't that good for bicycles, too? No. Well, we have friends who can't... A dear friend of the show who I don't think can still ride a bicycle. I mean, I've never ridden a bicycle, so I... Bicycles require, like, practice. Like, you can't just get on a bike. Right, but you still have to... I I don't... It gets weird. Like, you have to... This is a level of gradients that I cannot fathom. It gets weird. I mean, I'm not saying that You have to, like, learn how to ride both of them, but it is much easier to ride a scooter than a bike. Yeah, and... But why would anybody take the side of the scooter versus the bike? I don't understand that. I don't know, because it's hip, it's trendy, it's it's now. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, we're both in agreement here. 
But they wanted to start a war between, or a turf war between, I mean, it's already started, but they wanted to, I guess, light it with, let's find something that scooter people can yell at bicyclists. Beside, hey, cyclist, which is a word you could use. They said two-wheel, which is dumb. Yeah. Off the top of my head, you could call someone like a a peddler because they have to use pedals to pull and you're just standing on yours. I mean, that's a better name in my mind than two wheels. Two wheels is stupid. That's like if Biff from uh, Back to the Future came up with a, like a diss on someone. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. That, no, this doesn't make sense at all. I don't, I don't understand. I absolutely do not understand at all. You stay in your Honda Fit, friend. Absolutely. The Fit is go. You keep out of this turf war that's brewing in our urban areas. Um, real quick, because I know me and Brad text about it, and I just want to bring it to everyone's knowledge. Um, Mitt Romney's favorite meat is the hot dog. His favorite his favorite meat is hot dog. Is hot dog. That's meat. My favorite meat, hot dog. Excuse me? That's old news. Um, but there's um, new news. <laughs> um, recently, it was his uh, birthday. They surprised him with a Twinkie cake, his favorite snack. They put Twinkies up and arranged them in what looked like a two-tiered cake. They put candles in it. Mitt Romney was like, oh, guys. You By shouldn't the way, have. Do you believe he's ever actually eaten a Twinkie? No. 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 He's Has eaten he Twinkies like he's shopped at Costco before. Well, if your favorite food's a hot dog, a hot dogs and Twinkies are similarly shaped in a weird way. No, 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 no. This is all fake. This is all you fake. You think it's all like the fake. Costco thing? Like when he was like, "Oh, I love shopping at Costco," and then like they that weird video of him buying shirts at a Costco, and he didn't know what he was doing or how to shop for things. Like he's an alien monster that's just. Like he's rich, these so. things up in a book. But so the staff, there's a video he put on his Twitter where his staff bring in the the, the uh, Twinkie cake thing. Uh, they present it to him. He's like, "Oh, great!" Lit candles on it, and what he does is he proceeds to take each candle out individually, hold them up, and then blow it out, and then like save it, so which is weird. weird. It's I told this to Emily. So she's the first thing I'd around. She said, "Well, maybe he's trying to like." not blow on the cake because maybe he's sick and maybe he doesn't want to spread germs and wants Mm-mm. to share the Twinkies with everyone. And I'm not buying that at all. I mean, that's that that could be a reason, but it's not a good reason because he's also blowing it out over the cake. So I'm sure his germs are still going to get on the cake. And yeah. it's a custom to just blow out all the candles and make a wish. Does he think that he's getting multiple wishes? Is every candle he takes off a separate wish now? Because it's now you take a birthday candle off the cake and now it becomes an individual wish. So instead of one wish, you get like however many are on the cake, that's bullshit. But it, I wouldn't put it past a super rich person to, if he's finding loopholes and taxes and just like life to also find loopholes and birthday wishes. I mean, I don't know what to make sense of Brad, but it weirds me out. I think it's strange. Because he doesn't know how to do anything normal. Like, no. like he, he can't. He's, he's incapable of being normal. Like, how this motherfucker thinks like he is gonna be like the president at some point is crazy. He's thinking about running again, right? Oh, I think the idea is if anything happens with... I, I think he... Well, I think he was considering, like, running, um, primarying Trump. And I think there's still a strong possibility. Oh, God. Yes. When he ironed his fucking shirt while he was wearing it. <laughs> like, I forgot about that one. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a video of him, like, fucking... Uh, um, he's, like, wearing, like a, like, a, uh, like, a suit or a tux or something. And, like, the sleeves are, like need to be ironed, and he's just got, like, the steamer, and he's just kind of touching it. <laughs> he's insane. He's not a human. He's not a human. He's not a human. I mean, <laughs> um, there was an awesome scene 
but I think in Star Trek, where I guess art imitates life, where um, there, there's a uh, is it Ensign Killy, not Killy, that's her alternate world name, but Tilly um, is seeing something in her head. She thinks she's going crazy because she's seeing a person who isn't there, and the person in her head says that she thinks she that isn't there says something along the lines of. What's coming out of your face? Why is there water coming out of your eyes? That's fucking weird. I need you to talk to me. And she tells this to someone, and someone says, uh, how does it not know what tears are if it's just like a figment of your imagination? There's ways your mind could make that up, but at the same time, yes, it does leave credence to investigate. I think we should investigate Mitt Romney to make sure he isn't an alien for real. Because when someone doesn't know how to iron a shirt... That's weird. But when your favorite food is the hot dog and you don't know how birthday candles work, you... Those are enough clues. Not his favorite food. His favorite meat is hot dog. Singular, okay, his favorite meat. His, my favorite meat is hot dog. Hot dog. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Favorite meat's hot dog. I like to get it at Costco when I buy my shirts. Mm-hmm. And then I enjoy Hope. some Twinkies. All right. This is all bullshit. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. Like... All right. He's just three aliens standing on each other's shoulders with a human head coming out of the top Excuse of their shirts. Excuse me, I need to iron my shirt so it's perfect. He can't feel pain on his arm. He's an alien. He's definitely yeah. an extraterrestrial. So weird. Yeah, definitely an alien. Yeah. Not how irons work. Not how you should try to operate an iron without no. expecting to get hurt. So weird. Speaking of hot dogs, mm-hmm. um, there's a restaurant in Cincinnati called Skyline. Brad knows what it is. Locals do. It's a chili restaurant. Chili restaurants are strange. We've talked about it, but it's Cincinnati. So it's me, Emily, and my daughter. We're in Skyline, and we're uh, we got a server, and he's also working his headset. So he's he's with us, but sometimes he's like gets a calling from someone outside, and he he like looks off to the distance the Lord, for a second the and Lord. then talks. Yes, it's a um, calling from the Lord. <laughs> and he um is like hanging out. He's just a normal waiter or whatever, or server. He brings our food out. And something slips a little. He says, he addresses me. Here's your food, sir. Hasn't called me sir up to this point. And then he drops Emily's food down and says, m'lady? Oh. Like that, like, and his eyes get big, like, holy shit, I just said m'lady to these people. And I did not mean to say that. And this is weird. But then he immediately, like, snaps out of it. It's like, do you guys need anything else? All right, then, I, uh, just let me know. And he walks away fast. But he said... M'lady? Ugh. What do you do in that situation? Other ah. than laugh in their face. Or just be like, are you cool, dog? Are you a Renfair dog? I mean, that's cool. I mean, be yourself, I guess. But it's a little strange. But it's okay. We all have moments where we say things we don't mean or don't understand. Mm-hmm. I once called uh, MAGA fans mega fans and tried to equate them with Mega Man. <laughs> I've been there, friend. It's okay. Love my mega hats. I just- mega I just love the micro expression of Malay. Like, and like trying to take it, trying not to say it all, but like. Oh, but you realize you've already said it. And it's like, oh no. Now everyone will know that I've never spoken to a woman before. (laughs) It's all the clever ruse. Outside of sexychat.com. Just a random life anecdote. Thought I'd pass it on. Nice. So, Brad, I um, had uh, one of my coworkers tell me and my, my larger working group about something about an assignment that their um, young child, who's about Joey's age, um, had to do for school. 
are is about to do for school. They have to do a series of projects, like a paper and maybe like a, a presentation about um, what they want to be when they grow up. So they ask their child, his, his daughter, it's a, it's a she, what she want to be when she grew up, like what she want to write about. And she thought for a second and said, I think I would like to be a famous artist. And they said, okay, I mean, that's, that's acceptable. That's cool. A few days later, she changes her mind, Brad. She says that she's thought about it and she's been talking, she, well, she thought about it and that she wants to change her job and she thinks she wants to be a princess now. Hmm. And they don't panic yet, but they say, what do you, a princess, when did that, when did that change? And like it is with kids nowadays, Brad, she went to school, she talked, they chatted amongst themselves. They were thinking out loud and they came to the conclusion, a few of them, like, you know what, I guess it would be pretty cool to grow up and be a princess. Is that possible? Like, can we just do that? And they didn't tell her she was stupid, though I guess they wanted to. They told us they thought it was a stupid idea. And, you know, it's what it is. Hmm. Tell that to Meghan Markle. (laughs) They eventually convinced her to go back, convinced her. Why don't you do something a little bit more realistic, like a famous artist? What if she said, I want to be on Suits? (laughs) Was that the show she was on? Yeah. No, Dad, I plotted it out. I'm going to become a famous actress, get on Suits, and then win the... I'm going to be on Suits the the next generation. Yeah. I mean, I'm about as as old as um, Prince uh, Henry... Who, not Harry. Who's the other one? I can't remember all their names. Not Meghan Markle, the other one. Her husband. Harry is the guy that Meghan Markle married. Yes. Who's the um, other prince? Um, William? Yes, Prince William. His wife is named Kate, isn't it? Yeah, Kate Middleton, yeah. Kate Middleton, yes. And her sister is Pippi, Peppy? I don't know. <sighs> Um, anyway, I'm a, oh this kid is about the Pippa, age of his Pippa. children. Pippa. I, that always comes off as a dog name to me, but it's fine. It's That's definitely a dog name. Definitely, definitely a dog, dog name. name. That poor girl. Um, she's about the same age as his kids. I mean, it makes sense that she could follow into the actress suits princess flow. Like, just that career path. Mm-hmm. It's right there. And... And while he was saying this to us to be kind of like, I don't know, like as a funny anecdote, like she thought she could be a princess. And f- to play devil's advocate, and I, I kind of threw it out and said, well, how more, much more unrealistic, let's just think about this, is wanting to be a princess than wanting to be a famous artist. It's true. Very true. When you think about it. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird little kingdoms you could marry like uh, a prince from. Like there's monarchies all over the world. Yeah. Now you gotta understand what that is. Not every monarchy no. is like the English monarchy. Things get a little weird. There's different yeah. expectations of cultures or whatever. But you could probably run into a princess. Yeah. Easy. Not easy, but I mean it's it's difficult. I mean, both of them to me seem like uh, that are not realistic goals. It is hard to become a famous artist. Mm-hmm. Really hard to become a princess. But at the same time, they're both hard. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking. Like, less than 1% of the population, easy. To which, like, I guess brought up a larger discussion of, like, for a minute it devolved into something like, well, what is fame? Like, you could have a million followers on Instagram and be famous. To which I'm thinking, well, yes, but when I'm thinking famous, and what I'm assuming a child is famous, is, like, a super famous artist. Someone that around the world is known. Like, if we go music... that, That doesn't exist anymore. True. Well... I mean, there are musical stars that are around the world renowned, like... Well, okay, when a child is an artist, though, they don't mean a musical star. I don't know. She didn't specify. Because she's a child, and she thinks an artist is painting pictures. Like, 
We're not, we're not giving the broad did. definition of artist. This child wasn't like, ah, oh, yes, I think I'll be an artist. And by that, I mean an opera singer. Yeah. I, but to become a world-renowned, like, fine artist or of, like, that is very difficult to do now. That's almost unheard of. Like, I, who do we have now, really? Banksy, I guess? And that's a, yeah. a version of that. But that's not like a... This kid probably thinks, oh, I want to be like Van Gogh or I want to be like uh, Monet. I... There's artists that I know, right? But you can't do that. You can't really do that now. That's not a thing now. No, it's not now. It's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing anymore. Princesses aren't a thing anymore. Both of these are unrealistic. Yeah. Question I have: My children are growing up. Is I, I I'm cool with a kid. I would be cool with a kid saying, "Oh, I want to be a princess." And if they wrote a paper about, "Hey, actress to suits to princess lifestyle," I think that that's something that. I don't know if you should discourage necessarily. It's an unrealistic job goal, obviously. Yeah. But at the same, kids are supposed to have unrealistic yeah. goals. That's why they're kids. Kids say they want to be a pilot or an astronaut. Unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. The the physical like you have to be in a certain physical condition and just not be prone to certain things to even begin to try to get to become like a fighter pilot or like a pilot, well, an airplane pilot, sure. But you start, you know, coming down from like, hey, I want to be a fighter pilot. No one's flying jet. Like, that's a small portion of the population. Astronauts? It's unrealistic to uh, the expectations that everyone has, children and adults, that you have one career that you do and that identifies you. Oh, yeah. Like, that's got to change. Which I think is also something that would be very cool to that. Like... If you added that to the curriculum now, instead of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And there are like five. What are some uh, things lines. you want to be? When, what yeah. are some things you want to be or do when you grow up? Because the sky's the limit. Like, uh, imagine, like, do what you want to do. Like, you could be an astronaut, but if if you're ridiculing a kid for choosing princess because it's too far fetched, astronauts too far fetched. I know we got SpaceX yeah. now, and we do have we? more opportunities for astronauts. Yeah, I mean, do we? Do we? But at the same time, no. The small parts of the population. Yeah. People think space tourism is going to be a thing? No, motherfucker. It is physically taxing to go into space. I mean, that's not the for idea the week that of the environment will will be around in a state where where careers are are where career choices are, are available is as fanciful as the idea of the monarchy like returning. Like that's what that's what we should do. We should Give kids the option, look, if society continues and civilization doesn't fall, sure, pick one of these traditional uh, careers. Yeah. Uh, maybe get grounded. Maybe you want to be um, an insurance salesman or just an office, uh, like a clerical staff job. You're uh, cool. Maybe, maybe a programmer. Maybe you want to be somebody that uh, um, uh, helps uh, maintain the oxygen supply. I, yeah, whatever you need an to An oxygen do. engineer. I want to work in. I want to work in the uh, water fil- filtration uh, um, buildings. I I don't think they're actually going to be around when you're an adult. Yeah. I want to be the new garbage man that shifts w- through w- all our waste be... and tries to find usable things because we have to. <laughs> I want to be the people that uh, um, um, uh, stand on top of the walls and and try to keep the the people from uh, uh, breaking into what's left of the country. I don't know. Whatever. I I like the concept of if things continue, choose some jobs. But if things deteriorate, which they will, mm-hmm. into a post-apocalyptic kind of scenario. What do you want to be? I want to fight the mutants. Like, cool. 
that's unrealistic. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I want to. I want to work uh, on the beach on the coast of Oklahoma, where the wind goes sweeping over the waves. Because we had to change the song. We had to change the entire yeah. play, Oklahoma. Because yeah, that's the. Coast I want to. Ooh, I want to be a revisionist. What I do is I take things that were in context a long time ago, and then I rewrite them for the pre- for the future. Mm-hmm. When the wa- when the coast of Oklahoma literally is like yeah. the coast of the ocean, and a whole lot of other things, New York doesn't exist anymore. So now I have to write for other cities. Oklahoma City, which is now the capital, like the big city. Oklahoma is the only state that's survived. Everything else is either literally fire or ocean. Yeah, and I live in that world as the yeah. revisionist. On one side there's fire. On one side there's ocean. There's about 125 of us, and we're just getting by, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the polar bears. <laughs> Oddly enough, they're cool with it. Like, they're doing their thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're getting closer to our territory, but I mean... Yeah. We're just going to ho- hope that the, the mutants and the polar bears fight each other and leave us alone. When I was a kid, though, I wanted to be a princess. <laughs> that didn't work out, though, did it? Mm-hmm. What did you want to be when you grew when you grew up, Brad? When you were a kid? I mean, there's a couple of things. You know, I wanted to be a scientist and an actor and a writer, and uh, yeah, I think that's. that's I mean, we all have these things. Yeah. I was gonna be an archaeologist. I was gonna be a dentist, and then I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I want to be an artist, and then that changed to graphic design, and then I did more practical things like UX design, which is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's important to have those dreams as a kid. But maybe we should, like we said, expand them to be like different paths. The branching paths of the future. I mean, well, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, it's important to have interests. Like, I, yeah, that's the thing. What your job is and what your career is is nothing. And it doesn't identify you. And it's weird that we try to pretend it does. Like, just have interest. If a kid is interested in princesses, it's a kid. Let a kid be interested in princesses. Who cares? It's not practical. It's not the I mean, in reality, reason. no. who would want to be a princess? It sounds super boring. Yes, you're mad rich, but also you have to do all these, like, you're just this weird, like, political tool that, like, has to show up at events and, like, be a, 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 a be basically a spokesperson for, like, a monarchy, but have no real import. It's weird. It's a very weird job. All these weird traditions, all this... Well, the philanthropic work could be like the volunteering stuff you could find some fulfillment in, but you're right. You're just a puppet, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. You don't have you don't have to want for anything other than, you know, time to yourself to do anything other than what you're supposed to do as a princess. But you're a princess. You have to leave suits. <laughs> I mean, what's I mean, you, you spend all that time trying to get on suits. Characters are welcome. And you got to say goodbye, characters. <laughs> You See you later, Rizzolian Isles. You think Suits ever visits the palace and just like, hey guys, let's get a reunion back together. And they're let's like, let's do Suits the movie. No thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. Suits the movie. Dressing up in London. That's um, what this show's about, right? Dressing up. That's what I thought, right? It's all it's just, just dress- it's I don't in know the title. About. Suits. Suits. We're dressing suits. up. Suits and all things. They should make a spinoff of Suits where it is just Suits. Like, 
Same title, different show approach. Hmm. Same actors, but they're just being them. They're not acting like, hey, I play so-and-so in suits, I'm on new suits. It's like it's like um, when uh, um, Golden Girls became Golden Palace, and they yeah. just like opened up that, uh, um, that hotel. Uh, well, now Suits is just working in a suit shop. Suits is set in a fictional law firm in New York City <laughs> and follows talented college dropout Mike Ross, who begins working as a newest law associate. Okay. Nope. Suits third or how many seasons is there? So um, far? uh, eight. Wow, is it still in production? Um, oh, apparently the last app was February twenty seventh. Is that the final? Oh, or is that just current? Oh, I think it's still running. Season nine is Suits in London at the Palace. Just do it. If Baywatch Nights can turn on a dime, all other television shows should be able to turn on a dime. Has Riverdale not taught us anything? <laughs> That's entertainment. Now I really want a documentary about like modern princesses on Netflix and Hulu. Because mm-hmm. now I'm kind of curious. Like, What what did Meghan Markle think? What did she think when she was a kid, what she wanted to be? If it was princess, then my coworker has no excuse that she's got to write that, that his daughter has to write that paper on being a princess is all i'm saying yeah defo defo um season nine will be the final season it'll be it'll be premiering in january 2019 so alex there's time for you to catch up on suits i think i'm fine on suits i mean i'm sure it's a fight show for whatever it is but i think i'm fine all right but you're not gonna know about all the drums guys i thought it'd be fun to play a little giving advice the game and check in on our friends on LDS. Nope. I mean Mormon Hub. Nope. I'm sorry. Thirdhour.com.org. .org. Thirdhour.org. <laughs> Mormons. This is their third hour. Um, and these are their advice questions. Hi guys. I'm just an iron hold. Hmm. Trying to make sense of something. Period. Well. <laughs> great very descriptive sentence for your advice question. (laughs) Background dash one. I'm from a military family. Gross. The United States military reserves the right to reassign people from base to base as needed, given their rank, job type, and perceived need. I was in kindergarten before we finally ended up in one single town, and it was third grade before we finally stopped moving. Well, yeah, it sucks. Par for the course. Yeah, that's... Okay, thanks for that background. Two, my parents and I... My parents and I have various health and financial issues such that at present, it's our mutual... It's for our mutual benefit to live and work together. Oof. How old are you? That's the question in my mind. Yeah, we, we don't know. I... Apparently an adult, but seemingly... Who knows? Who knows how old... Over the last few years, I've had dreams to where my parents end up ended up relocating, and so I had to go with because I was not in a state to where I could live alone. In each instance, a big part of the dream was the stress of having to choose what we'd be taking with us and what we would have to what would have to be left behind. Whoa! I don't think this person's that old because first of all, their father's still in the military, so I mean, I don't Are think they? I, I'm yeah. confused. I think that maybe he got out. And now they stopped moving. Uh, well, 
Because mm. if the dream they have to move again, that could just be. And I, I, we haven't finished it, so I don't oh, know. Okay. It could be that like a phantom. Sense. Like that ooh. makes sense. Because my my I'm from a military family. My grandfather was in the military. My dad was in the military, and we moved until kindergarten when he got out, and right. that's when we stopped moving. Okay, so okay, so he only lives with his parents uh, because of various health and financial issues, such that okay, now that okay, I get it. Fathers maybe no longer in the military, so that's not why they're moving around. This is just a dream. Okay. Yeah. Back on Saturday morning, I had another such dream. In the dream, we were obligated to move to Oklahoma. My parents had tried to secure housing in Lawton, but instead we'd be moving to the nearby, as it turns out, entirely fictional town of Morrill. Remember what I said about being from a military family? Yeah, it was like two sentences ago. Yeah, dude. At one point in time, we did indeed live in Lawton, while my dad was stationed at Fort Still. I think all these locations are made up. Um... (laughs) I mulled things over while doing some yard work, and something came to me. Back when we first left Lawton, I, being a young child, was desperate to go back. I could only see what I didn't have at where we moved to versus what I had back in Oklahoma. And it took my parents reminding me that my few friends had all likely moved away as well before I started to settle down. God, that's shitty. Like, That's a really shitty coping mechanism. Hey, listen, I know you're sad about moving away from your friends and everything, but your friends have probably already moved away too. Have yeah, they? you're all miserable. So Get like, over it. Are all your friends like weird like military kids? Ugh. Ugh. I don't want any more lip. Toughen up, buttercup. Make some new friends. God, what a shitty thing to do. If you're in the that military and you have kids and you're moving them around, you're a shitty parent. Like, fuck you. Um, I remember... Uh, Uh, This led me to conclude that these dreams were a way for someone or something to get me to realize that I had to be ready to accept change in my life, no matter how painful, and that change could bring new opportunities. I then sat down, must over how frustratingly difficult it would be to relocate back to the Lawton area where I am, from where I am, and laugh the details off. Okay, well, this is all a dream, right? You're not really moving. Like, what? what is this about? Fast forward to today. The newspaper <laughs> I'm with is well below Hollywood's radar. What? The newspaper huh? I am... Oh, okay. The newspaper I'm with is well below Hollywood's radar, so I don't get any of the freebies or nice things bigger movie critics get. Okay, so this guy's a motherfucking movie critic. Wow, way to cloak that out until, God. like... Three paragraphs in, dude. I already thought you were the worst, and now I know you are. If this turns into a negative Captain Marvel review... (laughs) So I just want to say, Captain Marvel is all about male genocide. (laughs) What? Yeah. We already had Wonder Woman. Why do we need Captain Marvel? God. Can these chicks just fuck off already? Stop being in my movies. I want my movies just to be about hunky dudes. Yeah, hunky dudes. None of of these chicks. God, I just want some relief already. I just want some kids stuff on screen, okay? Is that too much just, to ask? Uh, just, just, just get some relief. Can I just you know what a movie was in this movie, please. Oh, Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman was a real movie. That movie had. I, I can give you some relief at Aquaman. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh no, I made another oh, that bad Brie decision. Mar- Fuck. <laughs> I made a bad choice. This um, is the worst, worst choice I've ever made in my life. Fast forward to today. The newspaper I'm with is well below Hollywood's radar, so I don't mm. get any of the freebies or other nice things bigger movie critics get. Too bad. Fuck off. Why are you doing your job to get free shit? 
Instead, <laughs> I see my movies at the local branch of a Texas-based movie theater chain. Alamo Drafthouse. We all know where you see movies. Texas-based movie theater chain. He's, when I like, really making people work oh, for some of the details geez. here, which is interesting, but... When I went to check the website earlier this evening to see if they had the listings up for this weekend, I noticed... I noted they were opening a new location. A li- new paragraph. Ellipses. In Tulsa. <gasps> Another city in Oklahoma. How Could coincidental. Could this be the first sign that perhaps I'm supposed to look into something in Oklahoma? Or is this just a coincidence? <laughs> I'm fried right now due to a bunch of IRL drama. And I don't exactly have any quiet places to begin with. Thanks. I'm fried right now because of in real life drama? Mm-hmm. And I don't and I don't exactly have any quiet places to begin with. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> so what's the advice do they need? Um Alex, didn't you hear the question? Could this be the first sign that perhaps I'm supposed to look into something in Oklahoma question mark? Or is it just a coincidence? I'm fried right now due to a bunch of IRL drama and I don't exactly have any quiet places to begin with. I'm sorry. I'm so detached from the world of are my dreams a vision for the future? Is like someone in the mycelium network trying to talk to me? Because it's crazy. It's like, no, <laughs> this is all coincidence. First of all, this is all predicated on a dream that you had to give us back. For some reason, you felt the need to give us your backstory of having a shitty military family um, and talking about how your parents and you have health issues and you all live together like Willy Wonka style, sleeping in one bed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was in the, that was in there, right? I'm pretty sure that was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you're a movie critic, which fuck you. Ugh. Find a new job. Is that a job? Outside of the major LA papers? Oh well, this is not a newspaper of movie critic. He's in well below Hollywood's radar. So, I mean, even more useless. Wow. I don't even. I no, it's a coincidence, dude. If you want to move, do, but it doesn't seem like you're in a financial place where you can, so don't. Find a new job, though, if you want. Definitely find a new job. Also, like, stop sleeping in a bed Willy Wonka style. I really love that idea now. I'm sure your dad's feet or your mom's feet don't smell really well. And if we're in a Willy Wonka bed, they're yeah. all up in your business, yeah, that's mate. that's no good. That's no good at all. Even if you put a pillow on top of it to smother the smell, you have to lay on top or beside of that pillow. It's coming through. Yeah. Quit a- Willy Wonking. <laughs> Just don't do it. Oh, yeah. Huh, yeah, definitely. Grow up, shut up. Um, get your own bed. <laughs> um, stop listening to dreams. And uh, maybe, like, think about what... If your movie columns are as awful as your advice questions, like, you are on par with every other movie critic, I guess. Um, I guess you have the right job. Because this, this post was useless. Much like a movie review. Oh, slight tangent on that, speaking of movie reviews. Alex, Ooh. I sent you a video last night... Because I was on YouTube uh, um, looking at something actually useful. And, um, you know, you get those little pop-ups on the side. All kinds of fun little videos you should watch. Uh, um, and one of them was um, about the uh, Marvel movies. And, mm. 
I, let me just let me get the the actual title of this because it is possibly the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I made it through a few seconds. Marvel's longest running Easter egg: Tony Stark's left arm. And this huh. motherfucking video is like ten and a half minutes long. What if I told you that Marvel had one Easter egg that was bigger than all the rest? Something they had seeded into the very first film. And as the MCU grew out of control with its narrative, so did this Easter egg, leading us to one inevitable conclusion. Today we're going to break down Tony Stark's left arm, the MCU's, and by extension, Avengers Endgame biggest Easter egg, the last chance to wrap up this one thing they've been trying to tell us is going to happen since Iron Man 1. We're going to break it all down, but first, if you could hit the subscribe button, we're giving away two PlayStation 4 Pros, as well as a whole slew... And this motherfucker's like, um, I just want to tell you about, um, this, uh, this thing I've realized. I've gone back and checked through all the Marvel movies, and I've realized the secret about Tony Stark's left arm. As you can see from these shots from eight different movies, like, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you, you've, like, this video is ten and a half minutes long, it's, like, full of edits, and, like, it's, it's an asshole that has a fucking... YouTube channel that he's trying to make money on. Like, these motherfuckers. These goddamn motherfuckers. Everything wrong with the world. <laughs> these fucking pieces of shit. I, I watched a, a second or two of it myself and laughed. Because I couldn't see the title of the episode of what you sent. Or, like, episode. The YouTube video through the link on my phone. Weirdly. So I tapped it and it came up. And when he said that what brad just said oh. i couldn't stop la I, I i laughed for about 10 to 15 seconds in my car because i was also in a parking lot and thinking this is insane i'm just i'm looking at it now and there's like the, you know the more videos thing under it and i'm just seeing all these like like just screen caps with like arrows and circles and i'm just like could you assholes just watch a movie or fuck off i like the fact that you're trying to make a dollar 33 um, off a video like of this shit you're wasting your life and everyone else's time with this fucking bullshit that is filling filling the internet the like when when historians from from alien civilizations uh, find uh, somehow find uh, our internet logs and they see that the internet was 98% of videos about easter eggs from stupid fucking movies like they will they will be glad that we were obliterated Brad, is it a coincidence that earlier in the podcast you mentioned that the last refuge, like the last place humans will make a stand is in Oklahoma, and then the Mormon hmm. question was Oklahoma? Oh my god. Coincidence? It's, oh, it's, it's all part of Providence. the dream. It's all part of the dream. Mm. But you're right. The aliens will be like, what the hell? Okay. Glad they're gone. Oh, we would They're hate if the entire galaxy was polluted with Marvel Easter egg videos. The small talk of these extraterrestrials will be like, so what do you do? <laughs> oh, I'm an archaeologist of the humans on this planet called Earth we found devastated, just horrible. We found this cache of the internet. I don't know if there's a lot of, they have a lot of, like, videos... And strangely enough, a lot of them had to do with something called the Marvel Universe. Uh, they found they out that they had about people. 12 years to uh, do something about climate change before their planet was irrevocably destroyed. Um, but instead, they just basically made 25-minute videos about Marvel movie Easter eggs. 
Huh. Well, that yeah. seems like a fun job. They were making like a dollar thirty-three a video, maybe on them or something. I don't know how. It was apparently a career. Someone said when they were a kid that they they either wanted to be a princess, a famous artist, or a YouTube video personality. They're trying to make the dreams come true. Ugh. It was the humans were strange. They Worst were super weird. Dreams. Worst dreams. The polar bears have nothing but horrible things to say about. They're just rude like, creatures. When, They're cool. You know, when like when like novels came along, when that was like a big thing, like a lot of people were getting said, this is this is wrong, this is gonna destroy society. Yeah. And for the most part I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, I kind of get where they're coming from, um, but like, if they knew about Marvel Easter egg videos, <laughs> oh fuck, like, <laughs> fucking hell, they would not even be able to comprehend. It's oh the jump from reading by candlelight will f- light will fuck your eyes up. You're trying to get all these weird, wild ideas from these fantasy novels. Well, that to... was the complaint. The guy's not, you don't mischaracterize the complaint. The complaint was this is frivolous nonsense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I tried to hint at that with what I was saying, but you're right. Well, it was, I should have been more severe like, with... It was about, this is frivolous nonsense. Well, no, that was the first thing I said. That was the joke part of what I was trying to do. I'm sorry, friend. I was trying to do a bit where I was building things, things that were also kind of ridiculous because your eyes aren't going to get fucked up by leading in low light. Um, studies show. Um, but then the second part was what you just said. It is frivolous nonsense. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. I, if the choice totally. was novels don't catch on... Um, but we never have to have Marvel Easter egg like videos. I'll take it. We just won't have novels. I'm I'm okay with it. I'll I will let history be changed. <laughs> it's slippery slope. I mean, the Marvel, the one you sent, is like the pinnacle of that kind of like. Yeah. Especially that it's ten minutes long. I can't even imagine. I can't even there, imagine. There's crazy things that Joey watches sometimes about video games. But it, the weirder thing is what you sent me tries to take itself very seriously. Yeah. Where a lot of the other stuff is very tongue-in-cheek. Like, look, I'm doing this because it's fun and entertaining, but it's a kind of a joke. Like, this guy was not joking. No, he's dead he serious. Dead he's serious. unlocked a secret about Tony Stark's left arm. Could you possibly care? Could no. anyone care? It's not possible to care. There's no room in human society to care about the fate of Tony Stark's left arm. <laughs> it's just so off base. Like, it's not even, like, to the plot of any of the movies. It's just, hey, someone's going on with his left arm. It's an Easter egg. It's a little Easter egg. What are you talking about? There are real-world problems going on. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Ramjack this week. I'm sorry to end on the note of... I mean, I think that's an uplifting note. If yeah. Brad could travel back in time, he would destroy all novels so that we wouldn't get to this. We wouldn't get... Who knows? The planet might be fine if we did had done that. I, w- I would be like, hey, Cervantes, uh, I know you're about to write uh, uh, Don Quixote, the first modern novel. Um, sorry, buddy. We got we to gotta stop this. Down, buddy. Yeah, we got to stop this. You don't we'll understand. Right here. If this happens, we're going to have Marvel Easter egg videos about Tony Stark's left arm. What are you talking about? What is, I don't understand anything in the sentence you just said. Just, I just gotta put this pillow over your face. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And all is right with the world. <laughs> 
So many questions that people like pose that also rooted in fiction of if you could go back and kill adult Hitler, would you? Or baby Hitler? No, guys. We gotta take it back to the source of all fiction, all books. Mein Kampf would be not existent if we didn't have other flights of fancy. Gotta stop it at Don Quixote. But Mein Kampf is not a, is a novel. Hey, Brad. Brad. I know it's not a novel. <laughs> but it is frivolous nonsense. <laughs> agreed. 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 If it wasn't for Don Quixote, I'm obviously... No, we have to go, we'd have to go way further than Cervantes, but, you know, I'm just saying. If I, I had understand. to, if I had to... That's what we do here on if, Ramjack. If we if we had to and had the means, perhaps things would be different. Yeah. But thank you for listening to the show. Thank you. Um, That's Brad. I'm Alex. Ramjackpodcast.com is the website. Go to the Facebook group. Get on that thing. Mm-hmm. Get at us. Draw your fears, send them in, share them. If not with us, then someone. Get help. Mm. Or at least lay the groundwork to get help in the future. Or to save humanity. Who knows what's happening out there with your fears? Because we do know that they're after you. And they'll come for you at some point. Yes. Unless you get them out and tell us what's happening so we can stop it. And friends, until I go back in time and fix things, um, just remember, uh, if you're going to see the latest Marvel movie... Uh, you're probably going to want to be prepared and bring a book. Or three. Just one. You just need one. Or none. You need none. Bring your phone. Every book you could possibly want could fit on that thing. Yeah. Or stream to you don't it. Have to, you don't have to ask a neighbor to like tell you, look up things for you. Pardon me, sir. Please relieve my curiosity. Uh, I'm sorry, before you say another word, I have to go back in time and uh, get rid of those novels. What? And by that, I mean all of them. Got sorry. To. It's a sacrifice Otherwise, Otherwise, we're going to have to watch videos about uh, Tony Stark's left arm. Interesting you should mention that. I have a few theories of my own. <laughs> mm. Nope. Cancel it. <laughs> Bye. Time travel. Pew, pew, pew. He says, oh. Can you give me some relief? We were laughing, and he said, Oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff, and I've got to have relief. So I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve, relieve him in an act of masturbation. Well, I was standing in the tavern, feeling blue. My foot on the rail, just thinking about you. But I won't be blue all day, because relief is just a swallow away. Well, I've been blue before, and I will again. I'll drown all my worries, or I'll teach them how to swim. And I won't be the one to pay, because relief. Just a swallow away Yes, you thought when you left I wouldn't have any fun I'll admit I worried But I won't be long We're apart because you wouldn't swallow Your foolish pride So you hurt me deep inside But you're not the first to hurt me And you won't be the last Can't tell the future But I've learned from the past As long as there's a cavalry I know really It's just a swallow away
looking face are looking back at me Wishing you could turn time a few hours back Get off of that one way Just to swallow away I said relief Just to swallow away 